cloud don't look like it's rotating to me. <laughs> How do you milk an almond, really? <laughs> the root of all evil is electricity. Yes, yes. I believe that. <laughs> I do. I don't know if we all need to pop up into communes. <laughs> if I took as much time out as Jesus did, I'd, I'd get fired. <laughs> Easter Sunday, Super Bowl for churches. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I usually haven't gone out much. I just haven't oh, been that person, but I'm pretty bad about that. Yeah. I'm gonna go out here and see what's going on. <laughs> oh man, maybe I can see it. Yeah. That cloud don't look like it's rotating to me. <laughs> hey, what are y'all doing? You know, and that's when you I always let it you step out. There's always at least another neighbor out there with uh-huh. yeah. Hey, I'm like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what they're blowing those whistles for. It's a block party. Everybody goes out and has community. <laughs> uh, the girls are going, Daddy, get in here. Yeah, I think you get that. My dad was that way too. Mm-hmm. You'd go out and see what's going on. But we used to in Texas, you could watch them. You could see it coming from you miles away. You could see it coming away. from miles away. Or you could see them going somewhere. And here they kind of, I feel like they sneak up on you because of all the trees. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, <laughs> weather has been wild just the last, I don't know, a little while. But mm-hmm. I was wearing shorts and then I had to pull out my jacket. Oh, <laughs> no, I know. Like, and it's too cold. Again, yeah. Too cold for pollen season because my truck is went from blue to green again. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so but the <laughs> rain does help wash all that out. So that's good. Right. Yeah, that's the one problem with me having a black car is sometimes I come out and you can just see it. It's just yellow. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Now you know what you're breathing in every breath you take. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Although I don't, uh, I heard this. I don't know if it's true or not. But if you're dealing with like allergies, those sorts of things, if you get local honey yeah, and you eat like, I don't know what, like a tablespoon of locally sourced honey, then like the pollen and stuff doesn't mess with you as bad because the, the bees used yep. that same pollen. Yeah. So, I've heard that. I've heard that's true. Yeah. One of our allergists years and years ago recommended we take a teaspoonful of bee pollen mm. as a immune enhancer. Yeah. So that the body would get used to that. Yeah. And it's a way to, to boost the, your your body's own immune system. So it would get used to that and not react as badly when that stuff came through. I didn't know if either of y'all had, had tried that. I need to find me some. Oh, I always eat local honey as I much as possible. Honey, yeah. I yeah. need to find, where, where do you get local honey? I, I have a name for you, Nicole. Okay. Yeah. If anybody out there has local honey. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take some. But it is it is somewhat of a harder thing to find. Yeah, because bees are under attack by pesticides, but also um, sort of natural predators, mm-hmm. mites, and things. So in the in the bee community, as much as I'm sort of not very closely, I don't know. Connected you're sounding like a professional it, over here. I'm like, I've been. Oh. A, I was a beekeeper when I was a teenager. Oh, okay, and you have a veil. I do have a veil. Actually. Cool, that's yeah. cool. Um, and I would love to get back into it. My cousin is a well, was a more professional beekeeper on an enterprise scale, but it's really hard to be a beekeeper nowadays because yeah. of all the disease. But then there just aren't as many bees because yeah. pesticides do kill bees, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so that's well, a big issue right now because you have to have, unless you're doing it mechanically, which is hard to do on a large scale, you have to have insects to pollinate flowers yeah. and plants and crops yeah, and things. I heard a- I heard a story actually uh, kind of along the same lines that it was, they were talking about almond milk and mm-hmm. like the demand for almond milk has gone up so, so high that like they're having to, uh, what do they call it? It's sort of like bee renting mm. where people will move their bees from place to place yeah. to pollinate the crops and it's killing a ton of bees moving them like that. But because the demand for almond milk has grown, they've got to pollinate all these 
almond crops and at the almond dairy uh-huh and yep. they were talking about how like just the almond industry alone killed like 50 billion bees last year or yeah. something ridiculous but, that's, well, that's a reason not to eat almond i know oh my well, goodness well, that's actually happened that's been happening for years yeah so the I, professional beekeepers will basically hire out their hives and put them up on uh, big semi trucks and take them to the you know the fields or the orchards for whatever time period and then when that pollination is done, they'll take them back up and take them to the next place. Yeah. And, you know, that is the way that, that a lot of professional ag- agriculture works. Yeah. But with the pesticides and, and other things that are just killing bees, not to mention the moving and, and various things like that, mm-hmm. um, it's one of those crises that we don't really talk about very much well, outside yeah. of that community. We should be talking about almond milking because yeah. who had ever thought we'd be drinking milk from almonds? <laughs> See, and I the world. How do you milk an almond? Really? <laughs> I mean, I just how 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 many almonds do you have to crush in order to get enough? That's a but lot. But here's of the thing. Here's the thing. I wonder when you're making almond milk, there's not that much liquid in milk, right? Or in almonds. So what do you add to it to make milk? And what is added? Is that really healthy or not? Probably not. I have no idea. <laughs> See, it's this whole question. I, I get into these rabbit holes all the time. Are plastics healthy for us? Ooh, we. Know I mean, the, not to We eat. know the answer to this. Well, have you seen well, the news lately? Uh, probably not. They are finding uh, pieces of plastic in our blood. Microplastic. Yeah. Yes. In our blood, I, and they're just, they're just now getting to like how bad plastics are going to be for us. Yeah. And where all that's affecting us right now. But plastics have been around since what? 60s? Yeah, but they've... 70s? They've never been able to find it in our blood until recently. I know. It's one of those things. Well, plastics are fine. Plastics are fine. You stick them in the microwave. It's no big deal. Reheat your food. And now they say, well, you don't want a microwave plastic. Yeah. You don't want a microwave plastic. And then 80 years down the road... I'm in trouble then. (laughs) 80 years down the road, like now, plastics in our blood. Well, God didn't create... Our blood to have plastic exactly. in it. What does that do? And what does that do to your liver and anything else? It Oh, yeah. That, that was actually just recently that they come out with that. And that was alarming to me. I, You know, some things I don't really, well, big deal. I'm sure somebody, but that's like plastic in your blood. That's not something that you, we need, you know? <laughs> plastic in the air, plastic in the soil. Yeah, that's, I've definitely read some about that. Mm, that's not good. But this brings us to the conversation the hour-long conversation that we had before the <laughs> before you ever press record, we, yes. <laughs> and welcome to the podcast after the podcast <laughs> that wasn't recorded. That gets us into a very long and very interesting discussion that uh, I'd, I encourage any listener to ask us more questions about. But taking us back to maybe the way life was intended to be, and how can we get a little bit more of our modern life to this ideal where there's uh, less busyness. Mm -hmm. Glenn, you were talking about sort of the way in my own words, I put it, the root of all evil is electricity. Yes, I believe that. (laughs) I do. But it's, you know, it's a really interesting conversation so that before electricity, what was different and the things that were different, was that better? So you talked about things like, really having to struggle to live. Now, would we agree that the struggle to live was good? Maybe not on the surface, but if we're talking about working, maybe our bodies are a little healthier in terms of physically, physical labor to collect crops, to mm-hmm. plant, to, you know, those kinds of things. 
maybe community looked a lot different. Yeah. We were interacting and having really meaningful conversations when we weren't so busy having to keep up with the latest award show or social media or whatever else. And we'll get to that probably in a little bit later. <laughs> uh, but are we saying we all should go live on communes and just, you know, build our own houses and, and crops and stuff? There, there's total value in that pre-electricity state, I think, when it comes to a Christian life. Yeah. I yeah. mean, some people definitely buy into that. Have you ever seen that show, Alone? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's there's a lot of people that buy into that naturalist lifestyle. The survivalist. The survivalist, yeah. 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 I don't know if we all need to pop up into communes. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that you was know, somewhat of a rhetorical you, question. You <laughs> tend to start getting visits from the FBI when you do that. <laughs> I'm going to live off and, the grid. But no, seriously, I, you know, I think that we just have so much luxury time mm. that the human was not intended to have, maybe. So, you know, so, so we can sit around and talk and wonder and have debates about award shows and slaps and all kinds of stuff. But, you know, I think if we were busier doing things that require survival, like a bee, mm. you know, they're flying and doing and collecting and, you know, they don't have time to sit around and worry about other things. You know, they don't have time to worry about the buzz. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> But, you know, I think we would have a whole different lifestyle. I think we'd have a whole different understanding of who God is in our in our life. Mm-hmm. And I think he may be more of a priority instead of being more of a um, choice somewhere down the line. I think there's a lot of merit to thinking about that kind of lifestyle. I have electricity in my house. I love it. I liked it when it came back on at three o'clock in the morning. That's right. You know, I like it when it powers my air conditioner in the summer. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I have a, I have electricity in my truck. I am thankful. So, you know, it's, it's so tough to know exactly what to do there. But the reality of it is, I think we really do get a little bit spoiled. We're overspoiled. What, what's past spoiled? Rotten, spoiled rotten. Yeah, Let's that's pass right. Rotten. Dead. All right. Well, maybe we're dead in some ways. Dirt becomes <laughs> dirt again. This is that challenging conversation that came up for me when we talked about connect with culture. Yeah. Because I definitely agree with you, and I see value in that. And and to my, I get, I think my benefit when I grew up, I had a lot of that instilled in me. Yeah, me too. Whether it's just being out in nature or just taking time when we can to unplug and do that. But I think that you can have, and Patrick, you mentioned this a little bit, more meaningful, real, real meaningful spiritual conversations is where it's at. And you can only have that when you're not super busy and all your time spoken for. Yeah, I think that's a part of our problem in society these days is that we're plugged in nonstop, you know, yeah. listening to podcasts at, at least. Yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> but I mean, we've got stimuli, like yeah. our brains are stimulated every second of every day, uh, unless we're sleeping, you know, it's like we wake up and we've got our phone in our hand, you know, we just don't have that time to just sort of unplug and reflect and be alone with our thoughts. And I know that's scary for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that's scary for me to be alone with my own thoughts. My thoughts are crazy, people. (laughs) But I don't know what the answer is because I don't know. How do you stay connected with culture without being connected? Yeah. And I feel like, you know, time is such a precious resource. We only have so much of it. I don't know. It's it's hard for me. uh, I don't know that I have the answer either, but I do think that we, especially as Americans, 
have to find, and this is the challenge for Christians, but anyone, how to create gaps or space in our day. Yeah. I think our tendency, especially in, maybe it's because it is the current culture. Maybe it's just because the effects of industrialization and, and modernization and all of this stuff that we don't feel like productive, good people unless all our time's filled. Yeah. And that we're being hyper efficient. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about multitasking before <laughs> and, you know, sort of the one upsmanship that even our teenagers have of, oh, I'm a better multitasker than you and yeah. I can do 10 things at once and you what? try and tell me different. <laughs> it's laudable to think about ways that you can find space and gap. Mm-hmm. And it is hard to spend time alone with yourself. Yeah, I will be the first to say that because then you start to think about the things that you're not so good at or mm. the things you failed at or, you know, using the S word, call, calling out your sin, you know. Don't uh, call out sin. But I think it's, it's modeled by Jesus, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He took time away to pray. He took time away from the crowds. <laughs> he went off for what forty days into he, the desert. Yeah, I saw. A past, I think I need to take I a forty pa- days of I saw a pastor the other day post something. He said, "If I took as much time out as Jesus did, I'd, I'd get fired." <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 wait. I think it was. Yeah, if I took as much time away as Jesus did, I'd get fired. Is yeah. what he said. <laughs> uh, and, and I think in some ways our struggle is to be counterculture. Yeah, and I think obviously that's way Jesus and early disciples in the early church was, that doesn't mean we ignore the world around us and we isolate ourselves in a bubble. But I think we would all find some benefit in creating space. Yeah. Well, I mean, we take Jesus as an example. He was definitely counterculture, but at the same time, he was in the culture and he was talking with the prostitutes and the tax collectors and the people that mainstream society didn't want anything to do with but it was like he kind of is the perfect example for that of how to be in the culture and apart from the culture you know and he you want taught, to be in the world but not of the world and he taught with parables and things that they would understand with mm-hmm. so he, he used their vernacular and he used all the stories and things of the day and that would lead us to this is Maybe he would use a movie if it was today, or he would use certain things like that, and we would be talking about those kinds of things. Talking about Marvel and Star Wars. And (laughs) I'm sure we wouldn't be talking about any Will Smith or Chris Rock movies, but, uh, you know. Well, I guess everybody's heard about the slap around the world. Will Smith gave Chris Rock his first hit in a while. (laughs) There's been so many bad memes and stuff. Oh, my goodness. It's been horrible, so... I don't know. We have not done an, an official poll here, but, and don't hate on us. Don't send us hate mail. But, uh, <laughs> you know, should, should Will have marched up there? Now, here's what he did. He, he strolled up there. I saw some writer. He, he, he swag- stormed he, the stage. Uh, like, he swaggered no, up there. He swaggered up there. <laughs> he smiled when he was walking down. And, and whacked, you yeah. know, slapped old Chris Rock. I know some people don't believe it's real. He assaulted Chris Rock he assaulted on him. national television. Yes. To take up for his wife. And I so, know there's lots of people that says, you know, he was laughing, da, da, da. I don't think that his, that response was appropriate. appropriate in any way. I agree with that. You know, I think that the, the joke that was made, was it inappropriate? I mean, it wasn't in the best taste. Agreed. I mean, he probably shouldn't have been making fun of her medical condition. Agreed. Um, and, and not that that's what he was doing, 
because he didn't call it out. No. But knowing or or should, he should have known that that was the case. As a Christian, we're, I'm not calling Chris Rock a Christian. Or I, I really don't know about his spirituality, but that is not what we should be doing. Now, no. on the other hand, Chris, a God, oh, hit this side too. Hit this side too. Because that's what Jesus <laughs> that's right. said. Turn, his, turn the cheek. He said hit there the other go. side too. <laughs> That would have been funny. But, I mean, him being a comedian, uh, that's kind of what he was paid to be up there to do. And, I mean, he was poking fun at other people. Sure. And maybe he took that a little too far. Regardless of that, Yeah. even if he had been mean-spirited in in it and trying to be, you know, hurtful, I don't. I still don't think that gives Will Smith any right to walk up and slap him. I mean... That's not the appropriate response in any. I I agree, world. but this this is part of the conversation we had before we we started recording. If that was you, yep. and Elizabeth, uh oh, yep. Well, okay. what would you have done there? So I probably would have wanted to, uh huh, because Elizabeth and I have had this conversation, and what she would do is not what Jada did. <laughs> mm. She would have been a good wife and said. Don't do that. Don't jeopardize your career. Don't go commit a felony on national television right. by assaulting somebody. Right. What Jada should have done it's is a misdemeanor, by the way. Or misdemeanor. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. <laughs> Regardless, it's against the law. Jada should have stopped Will from going up there. Yeah. And because there's stuff going on in their relationship, it seems like Will it, yep. Smith has got so much going on with his yeah. in his personal life yeah. right now. It does not give him a right to go up there and assault Chris Rock. Now, if Chris Rock had, I don't know, pulled out a gun or something and threatened to shoot them, that maybe warrants a different response mm-hmm. if there is, you know, a threat to physical injury. But there wasn't I, just because Chris Rock made a joke. Well, as an actor, right? I mean, you do a movie and you get a million reviews. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the, these people who do the official reviews, they're brutal. Oh, yeah. On these on these men and women who are actors and actresses. Right. right. And shouldn't he be a little bit used to this yeah, kind of stuff? you got to learn. I, I feel like that's part of the deal. He's yeah. been doing this since he was a teenager. Yeah. You know, when he started off. Aren't you just kind of like past it by now? Yeah. And that was and that was even said. That's been part of all the media storm around it. That he even said, you know, this is this is part of the, yeah. the game, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. And I think it it really is a game in so many ways. But what was interesting to me is that now he, in some circles, I won't say everyone for sure, but he was praised for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think to your point, Patrick, he was praised for standing up for his wife and for women. And that's a hot topic in our yeah. culture today. Some people don't some some people don't want a man to stand up for him. Well, and <laughs> and that is true, and I have a house full of women, uh, you know, in my household. And uh, a lot of them would say that not mean-spiritedly, but that that I feel strong enough as a person, and yes, I'm a woman. That I don't need a man, you know, and and I've never really taken that to be an attack against masculinity, although many people have. Mm-hmm. We've talked about toxic masculinity, you know, before we got started here. But I struggled a little bit with so many people standing up for Will Smith and what he did, which I think is was not appropriate, and yet not standing on Chris Rock's side. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. taking taking sides like that that bothered me a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been interesting to see where all the chips have fallen. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and I think that in our culture today, again, I've said this time and time again, 
we are ostracized for not picking a side. Yeah. Oh, definitely. If you're not on completely on one side or the other, then you're not a worthwhile person. Yeah. And I just think that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that aligns with where Jesus lived in his example. Yeah. We've talked oh. about this before. So much of life happens in that gray area, yeah. you know, yeah. that the majority of people are not, you know, all on one side or the other. It's, it's that us versus them tribalism mentality yeah, that gets a lot us of into that. so much yeah. trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like both of them as actors. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've watched movies that both of them have done and mm-hmm. different things like that. And they're both unique and different. And I don't think there were any winners in this situation. I, there was no winners. I agree with that. And I think that we just have it's to. true. Think, no winners. I think we need to be vigilant. I mean, how many award shows are on TV now? You have Grammys, you have oh, yeah. Emmys, you have Oscars, you have the iHeart Movie Awards. You've got well, how many more the of K-Love them? Awards, <laughs> WWE when they're yeah. done now. Yeah. All of that stuff. And we elevate these people to really authority status in our lives, whether they are influencers. We have this whole category of career yeah. now that you can be an influencer on yeah. TikTok, oh, yeah. anything else. We give them that power. We, as the general public, give them that authority and power to tell us what is trendy, what is good or bad, what is healthy. What politicians to pick. All of that stuff. You know. Which I think that's where we need to examine ourselves and say, why are we doing that? Yeah. We're setting up idols for us. <laughs> I mean, almost literal, in the literal sense. Yes. American idols. Yes, exactly. But. We just have to be really careful how much power we give them. They are humans like the rest of us. Sure. Mm-hmm. They make mistakes, obviously, as we've <laughs> seen, and apologies in some cases as well, which, which I'm glad to see. But we have to ask ourselves in the scheme of things, how important is this in our life? I think one positive is it gives us opportunity if we take the time to really talk about it, to discuss it and to say, how does this fit with what we believe and and what we think is good and right and those kinds of things? And, And that's, I think, instead of having a real clear cut answer to what's the right thing to do or what should we think or do. And I think the answer for me that I'm coming to is we should have conversation about it. Yeah. We should keep talking about it. Yeah. We should keep struggling with it. I think maybe Patrick, you had said in one of our conversations before we went on air that it's the struggle with the hard, tough questions where we really start to define and understand our faith. Mm-hmm and how, what we really believe and why we believe it. Yeah. I was kind of talking about, you know, the importance of small groups and getting together and discussing this stuff in a small group. It's one thing to go to church where you sit there and you listen to the preacher and, you know, you get your information fed to you. But then it's not until you then try to turn around and articulate that, that you really kind of figure out what you believe. Mm -hmm. And it's in those conversations where you're having to either defend your position or, you know, whatever that, I I don't know. It's it's in that struggle. Like you said, that is the defining part. Yeah. The, the the small group, the one-on-one, the relationship building Mm -hmm. places, that is, um, that's where growth happens. You know, we call it discipleship in the church mm-hmm. or whatever, but but that's where growth happens from one person to another and from, you know, one heart to another. I, I would not have stormed on stage. I know that for a fact, <laughs> but yeah. 
if I was really that fired up about what he said about my wife, I'd have found him afterwards. You guarantee you that. I mean, there's more and appropriate ways. And we would have had a conversation, to, you know? Yeah. There I, were more appropriate ways was to that stand up for your wife. That, you know, back in the day, that there would have been a duel at <laughs> sunrise that's right. the next morning. Yeah, you, know? right. <laughs> you know, pick your weapon, you know? So. Ah, the good old days. The good old days, you know? But that, um, you know, was at Hamilton or something yeah, where they uh-huh. did a duel or something. Oh, but, yeah. But, you know, that, that kind of stuff would have ended that way. And today we're, maybe we've progressed. I don't know that we're at least talking about it, <laughs> not just dueling about it. But, uh, but, um, that's the thing. I, and I and do remember Chris Rock's reaction. You mm-hmm. know, Deion Sanders went uh, with a video camera to all of his coaches and asked him, what would you have done? It, oh, it was really? hilarious <laughs> to see the responses. Well, you can see this moment. Like, I give Chris Rock props for handling it with professionalism and keeping the show going and all that. Because I think a lot of the, the audience kind of took their cue from him. But you can kind of see there's this moment after he gets hit where he kind of like composes himself. Yeah. And I can only imagine that going through his head was... I could end this whole this man's whole career right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> I could I could end this man, but he didn't. And I'm you know give him props for that. But <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel bad for all of the people that worked really hard to get there and won awards. Because do y'all know who won an award besides Will Smith that night? Questlove. <laughs> <laughs> but Coda, but Coda my, won a bunch of awards. Yeah, you get my point though. Is that yeah, like, exactly. The, you're right. You're the right. awards were overshadowed by a selfish act. And stop and think, how many times has a family Christmas or a Thanksgiving or a 4th of July picnic Mm -hmm. ended in the same way because of someone selfishly acted out at the family event? And that's, everybody remembers that, not the the time that they had with grandma or whatever that's no longer around. Yeah, Yeah, this is nothing new. Exactly. This is humanity, and it's it's the way it comes out. It's just in front of us all. <laughs> the, the thing that's different is, the, yes, that it's now published around the world in seconds. Yeah. But it's nothing new. No, no. It really isn't. So, anyways, that's been a... It's interesting. And Kevin's right. It's it's definitely worth uh, some good conversations. And there's been a lot of good conversations, I think, happened because yep. of that. So Yeah. But remember, Scripture does say, give them the other cheek <laughs> as well. That's what, yeah, that's what Chris Rock should have done. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Well, we know that uh, there's lots to talk about, but there's also some stuff coming on close here at uh, Northside that we need to chat about a little bit. Patrick, what we got coming up? Yes, yes, yes. I know Easter is getting closer. Yeah, we talked about weather before, and I know you, oh. you guys talked about uh, weather last yeah. episode. Man, I hope we have some good weather for Holy for, Week. For, but Y'all, let me tell you, too, I'm excited about something. Mm. I have something I've never received. Um, it's not llamas? It's not a llama. <laughs> curse the llama um you know we have a lot of nativity sets here at Northside and stuff like that my oldest daughter got me for my birthday an easter nativity oh really and so it's the tomb okay with an angel and mary and um the other mary (laughs) who is is that's right no who went to the tomb mary anyways there's the two women that at the tomb and and the angel or at an empty tomb, but it's a nativity. Um, so just like a nativity, you know, that same size, a whole nine yards, but it's an Easter nativity. And I know nativity is a I was just going to say, Christmas can it word. be a nativity? No, it's not, but I don't know other way to explain it, right? So how would you how would you like to be the other, the other Mary? Mary? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry, I digress. <laughs> actually, maybe three Marys, I think. Yeah, they were Mary. Because there's Mary, mother of Jesus, Mary yes, Magdalene, yes. And, and the other Mary. So. Yeah. 
Um, but Green yeah, berries. but yeah, so I have a, for lack of a better word, cause I know nativity is a true Christmas thing, but a, an Easter nativity, the Easter ivity, Easter ivity. That is pretty cool. <laughs> Easter pretty set. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know what else to call it. Well, before Easter, before we get to Easter, we have Palm Sunday on the 10th. Yeah. Kicking that's off this, Holy Week. That's this weekend. Yep. Kicking off, uh, kicking off the Holy Week. That's also the start of our new schedule. Yeah, we and then about all that. in the afternoon we will have the Easter egg hunt Woo-hoo! slash petting zoo slash you know llamas whatever llamas pony pony rides whatever else hopefully not Noah's Ark <laughs> yeah Dude, hopefully not Noah's Ark <laughs> and the kids will be doing a little uh, Easter skit to yeah. kick that yeah. off with which will be cool that'll be awesome and then Tuesday we have our joy group so make sure you sign up for that on the app we have the topic for yeah, what that is the speaker. Um. Yeah, Rose Hill Middle School's choir is coming to sing at oh, the Joy cool. Group, so good. that'll be good. Yeah. And uh, one of our one of our young adults is Jared. The, yeah, Jared Heldenbrand. Heldenbrand yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Will be is the conductor there. So that'll be awesome. That'll be good. So if you're fifty and up, make sure you sign up for that. You don't really have to be. Over I was going to say you can come if you're younger. <laughs> you can come if you're younger. <laughs> Just I went. Make sure you have joy. One. Yeah, they I'll, got good food. Yeah, they do. <laughs> make sure you sign up so there's enough food for everybody. Yeah, and then Wednesday night is Gethsemane Wednesday, but we'll have our regular praise service and Bible studies Bible study. after okay. that. Yeah. yeah. So activities are normal. Uh, generally the topic is just Gethsemane. Got it. Cause it's Holy week. And then Friday, that's the, uh, the 15th will be good Friday and we'll have our good Friday service at seven o'clock. Is that in the sanctuary, right? That will be in the sanctuary. Cool. Yeah. And the choir's coming back this year. So Whoa, be good. way to go. Yeah. Choir. Awesome. And then Easter Sunday, Super Bowl for churches. <laughs> that comes up on the 17th. We laugh because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the uh, times of everything? Six, is it 6.30? Yeah, 6.30 sunrise service. And then we'll have our 8 o'clock traditional service. And then we'll have a 9.15 modern worship service with kids power hour and our connect groups at the same time. And then we'll also have a 10.30 traditional with the kids connect groups and adult connect groups and everything else as well at the same time. So that's something new I haven't heard connect talked about. Groups. Connect groups. What's that? Modern terminology for Sunday school. Aha. Yeah, and other small group times and, too. Yeah, but connect groups, groups can also include more than just Sunday school. It also includes Bible studies and all that. I like well. that. So Yeah, we're going to, the youth, we're going to be connecting. Ha, connecting. I like it. Connecting. Good. Good. <laughs> Opens us up to all new possibilities. Yes, that's. I'm, I've already had some funnies with that. <laughs> I like that. Connecting. But yeah, I like that. Well, good. Make sure fun. you write all that stuff down. Yeah, and check all the socials and the apps and information all that sheet stuff. when you come. Yeah. on yes. campus always and, for every Sunday service. And when you're sitting, when you get to church early and you're watching um, and you're talking to your friends, look up at the screens and see what all's up there because there's some things up there, right? Yes. So check those out. Yeah, we've got some big things coming up after that too, with sermon series and uh, yeah. Some, uh, so after, right now, um, Rev Kev's in his Habakkuk series, but Habakkuk. yeah, the next series Habakkuk, Habakkuki, Habakkuki, um, <laughs> Cookie Monster series, kicking off May first will be his next sermon series, and it's exciting. Yes, Patrick <laughs> and I are having fun. We're having fun. We're planning. Our plans are fun. Whether we can execute them is another matter entirely. I am confident I, that we can. I don't want to like uh, overpromise. That's right. I, well, I mean, I'd rather I'd rather underpromise and 
over deliver. Over deliver. Well, that'll be fun. <laughs> but be fun. get ready because I think the next one's gonna be fun. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. And that's got a pretty long series, isn't it? Yeah. From yeah. What I understand. It'll, it'll be a few us, weeks. It'll take us through a large portion of the summer. So cool. A lot of good. A lot of good content there, though. Yep. So the challenge for all of us this week is to create space. Yep. Create space. For turn co- off some of the noise and turn off some of the electricity. Yep. <laughs> On purpose. And stay away from plastics. <laughs> and stay away from plastics. <laughs> and llamas. Well, that's just a good rule of thumb. Yes. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for podcasting with me. And thanks to all of you out there in the world for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on social media, leave a comment, leave a rating and review, tell all your friends and family. Uh, to catch all the latest from us, yeah. <laughs> Check us out on on Instagram at Northside Now Podcast. You can visit our website, northsidejackson.com, or you can email us, podcast at northsidejackson.com. We hope to hear from you soon. Once again, this is Patrick. This is Glenn. I think I'm Kevin. (laughs) And that's what's happening at Northside Now.